The ancient Israelites fought wars. Why don't we? If any one of you refuses to fight against France or England, all of you must die, barked a Nazi officer to a group of Jehovah's Witnesses during World War II. Even though fully armed SS soldiers waited nearby, not one of our brothers gave in. What a courageous stance. This example well highlights the view that we share as Jehovah's Witnesses. We refuse to fight in the wars of this world. Even when threatened with death, we refuse to take sides in this world's conflicts. However, not all who call themselves Christians agree. Many believe that a Christian can and should defend his country. They may reason, the ancient Israelites were God's people and they fought wars. So why shouldn't Christians today? How would you answer? You could explain that the situation of the ancient Israelites differed significantly from that of God's people today. Consider five differences. 1. God's people all belonged to one nation. In the past, Jehovah gathered his people into one nation, Israel. He called the Israelites his special property out of all peoples. Exodus 19, 5. God also assigned them a defined territory. So when God commanded the Israelites to go to war against other nations, they were not fighting or killing their fellow worshipers. The footnote reads, At times, Israelite tribes fought one another, although these internal wars displeased Jehovah. Occasionally, though, he approved of such conflicts because certain tribes either had turned against him or had committed other grievous sins. End of footnote. Today, true worshipers are from all nations and tribes and peoples and tongues. Revelation 7, 9. If God's people were to participate in war, they could be fighting against and even killing their fellow worshipers. 2. Jehovah commanded the Israelites to go to war. In the past, Jehovah decided when and why the Israelites needed to go to war. For example, God instructed Israel to execute His judgment on the Canaanites, who were notorious for their demon worship, gross sexual immorality, and child sacrifice. Jehovah directed the Israelites to remove this wicked influence from the land that He had promised them. After the Israelites settled into the Promised Land, God at times authorized warfare to defend Israel from oppressive enemies. However, at no point did Jehovah allow the Israelites to decide for themselves to go to war. When they did, the results were often disastrous. Today, Jehovah does not authorize humans to go to war. Nations fight to advance human interests rather than God's interests. They may go to war for territorial or economic gain, or for political or ideological reasons. But what of those who claim to be fighting in the name of God to protect their worship or to kill God's enemies? Jehovah will protect His true worshipers and destroy His enemies in a future war, the Battle of Armageddon. In that war, God's army will consist entirely of His heavenly forces, not His human worshipers. 3. The Israelites spared those who exercised faith. In the past, the Israelite army often showed mercy to those who demonstrated faith in God, 
and put to death only those whom Jehovah judged as worthy of execution. Note two examples. Although Jehovah ordered the destruction of Jericho, the Israelites spared Rahab and her family because of her faith. Later, the entire city of Gibeon was spared after the Gibeonites showed a wholesome fear of God. Today, warring nations do not spare those who exercise faith, and at times, innocent civilians are killed in the conflicts between nations. 4. The Israelites were to follow God's rules of war. In the past, Jehovah required Israelite soldiers to conduct warfare according to His guidelines. For example, God at times asked them to extend terms of peace to an opposing city. Deuteronomy 20, 10. Jehovah also expected Israelite soldiers to keep themselves and their camp physically and morally clean. While the armies of the surrounding nations often raped women from conquered territories, Jehovah forbade the Israelites from doing so. In fact, they could not marry a captive woman until one month after capturing a city. Today, most countries have signed international agreements that regulate warfare. Although these are intended to protect civilians, regrettably, the rules are often violated. 5. God fought for his nation. In the past, Jehovah fought for the Israelites, often giving them miraculous victories. For instance, how did Jehovah help the Israelites to defeat the city of Jericho? At Jehovah's direction, when the Israelites shouted a great war cry, the wall fell down flat, which made it easier for them to capture the city. Joshua 6, 20. And how did they win a battle against the Amorites? Jehovah hurled great hailstones from the sky on them. In fact, more died from the hail than from the sword of the Israelites. Joshua 10, 6 through 11. Today, Jehovah does not fight for any earthly nation. His kingdom, with Jesus as king, is no part of this world. John 18, 36. By contrast, Satan is the one who has authority over all human governments. The horrific wars of the world reflect his evil spirit. Luke 4, verses 5 and 6, and 1 John 5, 19. True Christians are peacemakers. As we have seen, our situation today differs significantly from that of ancient Israel. However, these differences are not the only reasons why we do not go to war. There are others. For example, God foretold that in the last days, those taught by Him would not learn war anymore, much less participate in it. Isaiah 2, 2-4 Additionally, Christ said that His disciples would be no part of the world. They would not take sides in the world's conflicts. John fifteen nineteen. Christ also urged His followers to go one step further. He instructed them to avoid the attitudes that lead to resentment, anger, and war. Moreover, he instructed his followers to be peacemakers and to love their enemies. What about us as individuals? Likely, we have no desire to fight in any war, but could there be traces of hostility in our heart that could cause conflicts or division in the congregation? Let us continue to work at eliminating any such feelings from within us.
Rather than join the conflicts of the nations, we promote peace and love among ourselves. May we be resolved to remain neutral as we look forward to the day when Jehovah will eliminate all war forever. End of article.